If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the psalm again this evening, 111, as we think about praising God. Um, the caption under my uh, scripture here says, praise the Lord for his care, for his care. Praise ye the Lord. The psalmist says, I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endureth forever. He hath made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are judgment. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever and are done in truth and uprightness. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverent is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. You may be seated. God desires our praise no matter what our circumstances are. It doesn't matter what kind of a situation we find ourselves in. We need to praise the Lord for who he is and to know that because I belong to him, it is his business what he does with me. It's not mine. I should never say, Lord, why are you allowing this to happen to me? No matter what it is, I should never, ever make that kind of statement because he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'm going to be with you all the way to the end. So what better promise can you have other than I'm going to be with you and I'm not going to put more on you than you're able to bear. What's happening to you now is for your good and my glory and I want you to glorify God through it all. You know, enough is enough, we think sometimes. Psalm 111 stands as just one of the hallelujah psalms um, that was written by the psalmist. Praise ye the Lord. Uh, That's the first sentence. And he goes no further if you don't want to. Praise ye the Lord. It don't say if at all anywhere uh, in that scripture. But when I think about that praising God, we as believers, first of all, should praise God for his wonders. For his wonders. Uh, you know, he, he is omnipresent. That means he is present no matter what kind of a, a deal's going on. He is present. He has nowhere to go because he's everywhere. And he's behind us. He's in front of us. He's at our left. He's at our right. And as Brother Dave's saying, our anchor holds uh, within the veil uh, if we're trusting uh, in the Lord. <clears throat> we need to testify of God's goodness. You know, no matter what's going on, uh, Lynn's constantly reminding us, God is good. He is good. Uh, we should do it now, and we should do it always. Uh, the psalmist there in verse 1 says, I'll praise the Lord with my whole heart. My total being, everything I have or ever will hope to have, I need to praise the Lord for it. Um, 
We need to meditate on his creation. What if he hadn't have created this? You know, it's just amazing to me when, I think it was, I forget what night it was. Uh, might have been Friday, might have been Saturday, I don't remember. But anyhow, we watched the sun go out of sight. And as we saw it go out of sight, I turned, and here was the moon. And I'm thinking, man, we just, we just rotating around this great big old ball that's just spinning out in space. What if God were to take his hand off this earth for one second? You think, that's not long, but one second could change everything. One second without gravity. I mean, we would be slung off of this ball that he's created. His creation uh, is marvelous. I, I made mention this morning, he is so great and so big, he created this earth, but yet he's so personal, uh, he knows the very hairs of our head, he said, is are numbered. Um, we need to meditate on the creation. Creation ought to remind us of how mighty God is and the order that he set things in. And he said, as long as time stands, there will be seed time and harvest. There will be hot and cold. There will be winter. There will be fall. The seasons are going to come. They're going to keep coming. And people say, well, you know, it must be close to the time the Lord returns because you can't sell summer from winter. The Bible don't say that. It says no man knows when God's going to send Jesus back. But as long as time stands, we're going to have these seasons. And I love where we live. If we want to go to the mountains, hey, just an hour, hey, from our house, hey, we're in the mountains. If you want to go to the beach, just a few hours, we at the beach. We're sitting right in the middle of, um, is a, they advertise Oconee County, the golden corner of the state. Hey, people say, where are you from? It's a Westminster. Where's that? I said, as far up in South Carolina as you can go without getting into Georgia or North Carolina. And I said, we're about halfway between Charlotte and Atlanta. I said, we're in the best place in South Carolina that you could possibly be. Through God's creation, I'm thankful that he planted me where he did and when he did. And we need to remember God's nature. Uh, you know, we, we call it mother nature. Well, it's God. God's the one that's running things, by the way, uh, whether we like it or not. Uh, I've been enjoying these good, cool mornings, you know, but it gets hot in the daytime. That's all right. Uh, you know, I love the cool mornings. Uh, uh, the Bible talks about uh, that with our lips, we need to praise God. With not only our lips, with our lives, with our love, with our loyalty, we need to be constantly praising God no matter what. You know, we're not put here to stay, by the way. We're just passing through. Verse 3 says, his work is honorable and it's also glorious. It's his work. It's not mine. And his righteousness endureth forever. He's not going to turn and walk away from us. He's not going to say, well, I've had it with this ball of clay that I created. I'm just going to sling it out, John, and wherever it goes, it goes. Thank God he do, he's not going to do it. His righteousness endureth forever. He is in control of this ball of clay that's, that's flying around in space. And, you know, every morning is a glorious morning. Just, well, did you have a good night? Well, hey, yeah, I got up this morning. It was a good night. And no matter whether I slept or didn't sleep. 
Uh, it was a good morning to get up and to see uh, the things begin to move outside, the birds coming to the feeder and the, the mules coming down to, to get something to eat and the, the dog running up the driveway. And in the evening, we see rabbits come. And the other evening, there were four turkeys just strolling along like, hey, we got it made here. Nobody's going to shoot at us. You know, it's creation. Uh, it's just uh, simply marvelous because He's ever-present. He, he is always present, no matter where we are. Secondly, we not only should uh, praise God for His wonders, but we need to praise God for His works. Um, omnipotence, that is, he, He's all-powerful. The greatest work that God ever done is when He sent His Son, Jesus, to pay for your sins and mine. What a work. And you know what Jesus said? You remember what He said? It is finished. You know, I love to get a job done, to look back and say, it is finished. I'm done. I'm out of here. And that's what Jesus said. It is finished. No more ever will he go to the cross again uh, for, for, for us. He's already been. He's paid the debt. Once paid, always paid. And you and I, it's, it's free for the taking. And it's free to give away. You know, God gives us uh, our daily bread. You know, I've I literally, honestly, and I, I, I can't answer for anybody but me, even in Africa, four months, I never was hungry to the point that I felt like I was starving. Okay? I mean, working in the heat, working out there in the field with the boys, I had a, I had a bottle of fresh water, and I looked forward to dinner. I was so glad every day when they say, all right, guys, the, the dinner's ready. And it might be nothing but fish heads and beans. But I tell you what, a fish head never tastes so good. Because I, I was hungry. Not starving hungry, but I was hungry. And, you know, I think about that daily bread. He supplied our every need. Probably the highlight of Lynn's day was in the evening when they sent the plate over and it was she would just raise the thing up she said I can't take it I found a little store downtown they took us to the grocery store Lynn went one time and she couldn't take the heat of the people so I did the grocery shopping from there on but every week when I'd go I made sure I brought her back some nutty buddies they had nutty buddies without the nuts but it looked just like ours, but just didn't have the nuts. So, you know, she survived. Uh, but I think about, you know, God knew where we were. And a, a lot of nights after devotional time, when we walked out of that building where there wasn't with three, three or four little small light bulbs burning. I mean, you talking dark. We had our flashlight with us as we made our way back to our little house. And I'd look up many times at night, just like that light there. And I'd say, you know, it's something. That moon is the same moon we see at the house. And early in the morning, if he was up, the sun, as it come across those mountains, shining down in that little valley um, where we live, the same sun. God's marvelous works uh, that he just continued to send. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for our house. Someone made mention they're going to sell their home. Do you realize you cannot sell a home? You cannot sell a home. You can sell a house. But a home is where we hang our hat. 
A home is where our heart is. And uh, again, thinking back, you know, memory is a wonderful thing. And uh, I think back many mornings, I, in my mind, I can go to that little house that we lived in for four months. In my mind, I can see in the evening when the sun had gone down and, the, and our front yard was all shady and, and pretty green grass going. And Dr. Freudy and Winnie, they was about, what, three, maybe three years old, four. They would show up out front and do cartwheels and just laugh. And uh, early in the mornings on Saturday when they didn't have to get up, they didn't have to go to school, I'd be sitting eating breakfast. I didn't go to work too early on Saturday. In Florida, he wouldn't say a word. Lynn was sitting where she could see the door. My back was to the door. And I didn't, couldn't, didn't hear a thing. She'd say, your buddy's at the door. I'd turn around and, Freud, come on in. He'd open up the little screen door and come in, and he'd sit down, and he'd eat some toast and jelly. And uh, he was just one of the grand youngins. And I, I don't know now, he's probably eight, nine years old. And uh, we see pictures of him occasionally. But God is so good with all the works that he does and placing us where he places us. And, and again, as I said, the greatest work he ever done is when he sent Jesus. Um, our redemption by the blood. Listen, the, our redemption by the blood proves that the covenant cannot be altered. The devil would like to alter that, but he cannot. I, I believe when Jesus shed his blood, he shed it once. That's what the Bible says. He shed it for all. That's what the Bible says. And the Bible says that whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved and saved forever. And nobody can take that away from us. Believers, we need to praise God for his wonders, praise God for his works. We also need to praise God for his wisdom. When I think about his wisdom, I think about omniscience. All knowing. There isn't anything that he does not know. Um, I think the gap is closing in on me to, I hate to even mention a smartphone. I'm rebellious. And yesterday we were on our way. Um, I don't remember where we was going, but anyhow, I told her, I said, ask that smartphone that question. I want to see what it says. Well, if you had one, I wouldn't have to do this. I said, yeah, can't you see me going down the road and I'm trying to find out something? You know, I'm just, uh, I'm scared of that thing yet, all right? And it's not going to hurt you. Well, I don't might make me hurt myself. I told you about our, our staff meeting. I had to go outside for a moment and I come back and every one of the staffers had voted that I need a cell phone. And I, I mean a, a smartphone. And I says, okay, uh, I'm taking donations. Not one dollar came in. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, st I'm still flipping my phone. Uh, I love the advertisements on TV and then when they pull out that little flip phone. Hey, I'm still in the know. It's, just <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, God gave me a helpmate. He knew that smartphones was coming because he knows everything, right? You see, the wisdom of God brings about maturity in us as we gain wisdom from his holy word. Uh, the praises of God will never cease. 
Now, the Bible says if we don't praise him, the rocks will. You know, roosters have spoken, donkeys have spoken, the whirlwinds have spoken. I don't want to rock praising God from in my place. I want to do that. Verse 9, I want to read it again. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverend is his name. Redemption is from God. <coughs> Excuse me. Redemption is from God. It's through the person Jesus Christ. It's by the blood of Jesus Christ. And it's by the power of God through the Holy Spirit that speaks to us, that prompts us to do what we're supposed to do as a Christian. Psalm 19, 9 says, Fear the Lord. Um, fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The word, the judgment of the Lord is true and righteous all together. It all fits together. It all works together for good to them that love God, for them who are the called according uh, to his uh, purpose. The fear of the Lord is complete trust. Now, I'm not afraid of God, okay? I am not afraid of God, but I fear God. He's a jealous God. He don't want any robberies. He wants to be first. And if he's not first, then we may answer the consequences. If, if we fear the Lord, we're going to follow him. Not, not being afraid now, but fear of what he can do, okay? I wasn't afraid of my daddy. I loved my daddy. But I feared when I got out of line, I knew what was coming. That was fear, okay? It wasn't being afraid. I mean, I knew it was coming. You couldn't buy your way out of it. You couldn't talk your way out of it. You couldn't say, I'll never do it again. Hey, you done done it. And the consequences was coming, okay? If we fear, fear God, we're going we're gonna to follow him. We're going to be engaged in his work. And we're going to be excited about the amazing grace that he sheds upon us. We're going to reverence him. What does that mean? It means we're going to praise him. We're going to worship him. We are going to adore him for who he is and what he does in our lives every day. And we need to acknowledge that if we go along our daily life. You know, it's God that keeps us as his children going. It's not me. Um, verse 10, and I'll finish right here. Verse 10, the second part says, A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise will endure and last forever. And as the beginning it says, praise ye the Lord. Father, thank you for the opportunity tonight to just to share your word and to, to, to remember things. And Lord, to know that you're God and nobody can take your place. That your son Jesus died on the cross for our sins and arose from the grave. And nobody has ever done that since and never will. Lord, I thank you when Jesus died on that cross, he said it's finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Father, thank you that he arose from that grave. Thank you that he has the keys to death, hell, and the grave. And one day he's coming back. Lord, help us to be ready. Help us to get others ready in Jesus' name. Amen.